say Heavenly Father say this morning I give you thanks I give you praise for your protection upon my life for guiding me even for saving me I have come to thank you why don't you lift your voice and give him praise give him thanks tell him how much you are grateful your thanksgiving is a sign of a grateful heart when you give him thanks you receive more why don't you lift your voice and give him thanks All prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto him. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so, Father, this morning we say thank you. This morning we say be praised. Receive all the adoration. Thank you for your life that is mightily at work in us. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your blessings mightily at work in us. Thank you for the mighty grace that is at work. We bless everyone here. May doubts be dissolved at the preaching of your word. Let light come and shine upon our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, please put your hands together for Jesus. And kindly take your seat. Hallelujah. Now on the Lamb upon the throne, we raise a sound. For he is God and God alone. So as we are all aware, today is our special Revelation Sunday, and we are receiving questions from all of us. The purpose for this meeting is to um, be more specific in our approach towards um, preaching the word. So when you ask a question, it means that day the preaching is for you. Because whatever you are asking is personal to you. So people were asked to send questions. I don't know if the questions are ready. And they can put them on the screens. Now, you can ask any question. If you don't want to be known, don't add your name when you ask the question. But if you want to be known, you can add your name. When they project your question, your name will be there. Glory to God. They send one of them to me. Say, is tattoo considered a sin? Somebody is asking if tattoo is considered a sin. <laughs> okay. If a man commits suicide, does he go to heaven or hell? Please, I'm in a relationship with someone 
who would never accept his wrongs, even when he knows what he has done is wrong. He always finds a way to justify his actions. Whenever you are in an argument, he hardly listens to what you have to say and will rather put the blame on you. He does all the talking and sometimes ends up hurting me with hurtful statements. There are times he will hit the wall or bang doors. It's really frustrating because I find it hard to communicate exactly how I feel to him sometimes. Your question is very long. I decided to keep quiet when he does nothing. He only does something I don't like. But I realized it wasn't helping because the more I think about it, I begin to feel bitter and just want to ignore him. Please, I really need your help as to how to solve issues when they come up. Okay, so I'll take these three questions as they prepare the rest for me. Okay, they have sent another one to you. Pastor, what practical steps can I take to overcome the no money syndrome in my home? By the way, NMS is not anything strange. It's no money syndrome. It's, it's, it's like a situation where you always don't have money. It's something we teach in church. So I'll take it from the last one, the person who's in a relationship, the person doesn't listen. I think you need to um, go for counseling. So if you are in church, just go and see the pastor. You know, our church is not a church you can't see the pastor. Just that sometimes we, we all get busy, but if you appreciate, you can see. Especially if you come for midweek, the people are not many, like the Sunday services. And Sunday, every, you know, Sunday is an election day in church. You know, it's like the MPP results are coming, NDC results are coming, so you want to be sure you win your constituency. So Sunday, everybody is busy, but if you are Friday prayer meeting, you will me see the person. And let me tell you something. If you are in a relationship and you don't have a counselor in the relationship, your relationship is like lottery. It may or may not work. It may work when the two people are good people. There are some people, naturally, they have good behavior. Naturally, they uh, are listening. Like the way you are saying that, when you talk, he doesn't listen. Or she, I don't know whether it's the he or the she. Did you see he in it? It's a he. Eh? Uh-huh. The way you talk that he doesn't listen. There's another relationship too. The person is tired. It's like I'm the one who's always talking. The boy is not talking. You understand? So some people are naturally like that. But it's the counselor who will let him know that what he's doing is wrong. There are people who are wrong, but they don't know. They think that's how things are supposed to be. So you need to involve a counselor in your relationship. So the counselor can be your pastor, it can be your shepherd. Uh, anybody that has the interest of you at heart, the person will help you to handle it, or else the heads will go on. I don't want to suggest leave the relationship, because maybe the person is good, that's why you like the person. But it's the counselor who will advise you that you have to leave this type of relationship. Especially when you are in love, you don't really see anything wrong with anything. For instance, if you are to ask me, based on what you have presented, without any, I mean, I've not met the two of you, I would have just said leave. Because when you marry, you realize that the sacrifices you make to marry is useless. I'm telling you, 
that people can walk from here to Teshinungwa just to go and see a lady. When you marry, after one year, you realize that you have been very foolish. You would have died a foolish death. So, I am Romeo. I will fight for my Juliet. <coughs> I will do every. It's useless. There are so many human beings on earth. So, this one is my rape. God created her for me. There's nothing like that. When you marry, you realize that it's useless to fight for a woman. Completely useless. But you will not. See, you are looking at me. She are surprised. You will not understand. Until you come to Legon, you will never know that Legon people have pressure. When you are in secondary school, think university is like heaven on earth. Open alcohol lectures. You can cook in your room. Hey, as soon as you come to Legon, everybody will like you. All their sisters will like you. <laughs> come some. You realize that the thing, the people are committing suicide in Legon. The pressure is more than secondary school. So please see a counselor, and the counselor will help you diagnose the issues. For instance, when I meet the two of you, the first question I'll ask is, how old are you? As soon as the boy mentions his age, it gives me an idea what is going on. I can say he's young. He's not mature. Most of you, you can take things too serious. You can take a man too serious. He is just having fun. Whereas you are preparing to marry. You are putting all your effort in it thinking you are going to marry. He will leave you after school. But you may not know. So all of these things you can, as you interact with people, you can diagnose them. That's why anytime you say, I'm not feeling well, even if you meet, a, even if your husband is a doctor or your wife is a doctor, as soon as you say you are not feeling well, you say, go to the hospital. When I go, it's not the doctor I'm going to see. So why should I go to the hospital? You are here. He said, no, go to the hospital. There is a reason. Because if you are to collapse here in the house, they will not put any gas on you in the house. But at the hospital, they can do that. In the house, they can't take scans and do laps. Do you understand? So when you meet the counselor, he will do laps. The counselor will take scans. There are people I can look at their face and I say, ah, sister, don't worry yourself. This boy will not marry you. He will not talk, but I look at his face, I can tell you. Pastor, how do you know? Yes, because scientifically and spiritually, a human face reveals his heart. One day, two people sat before me, two of them. I talked for almost 10 minutes. The boy didn't talk. Meanwhile, they came to see me. No, she came to see me. Then I told the girl, the, lady, the boy was there, and I told the girl that he will not marry you, so don't worry yourself. Then the boy was... Then I said, do you love her? The boy couldn't say yes. And I said, do you want the relationship to end? He said yes. I said, you see, he didn't tell you. How can somebody interested in a relationship like this, for 10 minutes he will not say anything? Don't you have a say? Won't you complain? Won't you say that, Pastor, talk to her? When people want things to work, they complain. Like this sister, she wants the thing to work. But if they say, oh, leave him, leave him. Let him do it. Leave him, leave him. I know I will leave, so let, let, let him. Did you understand? So seek for counsel. This our generation is so independent, but knowing so little, let us seek for help. Relationship, even professors in relationships still go for counseling. May I am standing here, I go for counseling all the time, because some of the things I don't understand. 
I don't understand why a man buys a big car for his wife. The wife didn't say thank you. The man ate, he washed the bull. The wife was saying thank you in tears. <laughs> like yesterday, something like that happened in my house. I lined up the bin with Robert. My wife came to the upstairs to thank me. Oh, I saw that you have lined the bin with Robert. The things I do, you don't say thank you. Can you compare? I, I even did it randomly. I was not even thinking. Little things. It's no wisdom. What about the big things? The little things and the big things. Which one take more effort? You know, but I come to also realize that human preferences are very unique. Uh-huh. Some, the value system is different. What the person values is not the same thing as the things you value. We'll go for counseling. Number two. Have I answered the question? Number two is tattoo sin or a sin. There's a scripture in Leviticus, I think Leviticus, yeah. The Bible says, Leviticus 19. Search it for me. It says, do not make incisions on your body, nor tattoo your forehead. Twenty five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty-eight. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead. Then you say that oh, but this one, the cuttings is for the dead. No, it's not the dead person you are cutting. Like uh, your mother is dead, then you tattoo your mother on your shoulder, so you have cut your body for the dead. That's what he's trying to say. Because he said, do not cut your flesh, not the dead's flesh, your own flesh. Nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. In the New Testament, tattoo is not a sin. But so many of these tattoos have become associated with demonic practices. So God being wise told us that do not tattoo yourself. What I will advise is that if you have already done the tattoo, don't worry. Don't need to go and remove it. Just leave it. But if you have not done it yet, don't, there's no need to do it. It's against the word of God. I think it's a good answer. Yes, It's not something that will take people to hell. But God knows better than us. You understand it? Maybe you went, you went to tattoo William on your shoulder. Very nice girl. Before I realized, Charlie, William has left you. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, then you add, he has left. So William has left. <laughs> so the William, they just add, has left. But still, you remember William. So you may turn it into... Wilson or something. What's the next question? No money syndrome. There are three ways of making money. There is the natural worldly way. How does it work? It works by hard work. It works by opportunities. 
Number two, there is the spiritual way of becoming rich. That is the kingdom way, not just the Christian way. You know, Christianity should be defined and then the kingdom should also be defined. In our kingdom, there are principles of God's kingdom, the kingdom of the church. Now, the kingdom prosperity comes by hard work. It comes by seed sowing, sowing and reaping. And then, number three, there is the demonic way of becoming rich. It comes by stealing by fraud, by juju, by cocaine, by anything that is bad. If you want to be rich, you have to choose one. And because you are a Christian, I recommend that you learn to choose the kingdom way. Or choose the natural way. One day somebody said that um, you Christians are always praying to be rich, but the rich people don't pray. Well, why don't they also go to church? God is not interested in giving us money. God is interested in teaching us, revealing his kingdom to us. God is not interested in keeping us on this earth. He's interested in keeping us here to show us something. So when you get money, you must learn, you must ask yourself, how did I get this money? Number two, what is God teaching me? What does God want to do through me? So if it is only money, that is why we are on this earth. I will even tell you, don't be a Christian. Because it's easier to be rich in terms of doing something bad than doing something right. Majority of the rich people in the world have become rich through very bad ways. But they will not tell you. Because you may not know. So when you see that somebody has money, so when they don't go to church, well, we want to go to heaven. So we want to be rich the right way and prosper the right way and fulfill God's um, mandate for our lives. I hope you are following what I'm saying. So the moment you are a Christian, you say you want to be rich. Now I want to show you the kingdom way. Number one, you have to learn to sow seed. Sowing seed alone doesn't make you rich. You have to find what to do. And there are different types of work you can do. In each of them, God can use it to prosper you. When you are prospering the spiritual way, your business does not follow natural patterns. For instance, when the dollar changes, your business goes down. No. When you have operated the kingdom way, it's not like that. Whether the dollar rises or falls, your business will still be rising because you are operating on a different frequency. You see, the problem is that people think that Christians and others, we are all the same human beings. Please, we are not the same. At all, we we are not the same at all. 
You may come from the same mother, the same father. We are not the same. We are operated by different rules, different regulations. One is operated by the kingdom principles. One is operated by natural principles. Natural principles means that if economic principles fail, your businesses collapse. COVID came, so many businesses collapsed. Why? Because they are natural businesses. But your business is operating on the frequency of the power of God. It's operating on the wings of angels. It does not operate by natural principles. This is something you may have to teach yourself to believe. And it is something that your faith must tap into. Everything I'm telling you, I'm sharing you with you testimonies. Testimonies from people, testimonies from ourselves. Now, if you do these things consistently, there is no way you will not prosper. The work of your hands will begin to prosper. When I talk about the work of your hands, I'm not saying a special work you are doing. Any work, whether you are buying or selling or salary worker, anything, you will be a nurse. Your own nurse colleagues don't have a place to stay when you are changing houses. Why? Because a certain spiritual force is working for you. Two days ago or three days ago, my mother called me and she said that she's talking to somebody abroad. And you know, abroad people, they talk a lot. Her credit has gotten finished. She doesn't want to go out or something. She doesn't have momo, so I should send her credit. So I sent her the credit. Then I sent her 500 Ghana CDs. She was surprised. She didn't see the 500 Ghana CDs because she thought that is the credit that. So she did her course. The following morning, she called me that, ah, you sent 500 CDs to me. Oh, I don't really need the money that much. But you anyway, God bless you. That day, somebody came to me and gave me 7,000 CDs. Somebody that I wasn't expecting. So, Pastor, giving to your mother to, yeah, the seed sowing is broad. It's not just to pastors, to people of authority. You have to learn to sow seed to your church, to your, to, that is to the kingdom, to the church. You must learn to sow seed to your natural relations, your father and your mother. The Bible says you honor them. You honor your prophet, your man of God. What again? Give to the poor, yes. You have to learn to give to the poor. I don't know if I can say this. The Tuesday or Monday, I went to the bank, withdrew money, took envelopes, and packed the money in envelopes and shared it to people. You see, you have to be deliberate. I know, I need money than everybody in this room. Because I know what you want. Is it not a house? Is it not a car? We don't want to. We want to buy lands all over the world and build churches. Only me one in here's car. You know, but we have understood how this thing works. It's not something you do like once. No, it's a plan. You must plan it. I hope you understand. Doors will begin to open for you just like that. Like that. Mother's Day, send something to your mother. Father's Day, send something to your mother. Your own birthday, give to the poor. Give to the priest. Give to just something like that. 
We are showing you how to sow seed. It's something you must learn. Sometimes when you come back from vacation, you have 10 tins of milk. Put two in a bag. Give it to your roommate who is struggling. Learn to do it. That's how the kingdom principles operate. So people think that, oh, it's only the church you must give to. Anybody who teaches you that is, is, is not giving you the full gospel. You must give to the church. It's true. But it's not, you must give to the poor. And people think that the poor is somebody who is begging by the roadside. There are people in your class who are poor. There are people in church who are poor. They can't pay school fees, means they are poor. Do, do you understand? Many of you here, the church has a welfare. We pay people school fees in the church. Give to it. You are so blessed. Your father gives you money. Take 200 cities, put in an envelope. I want to contribute to the welfare fund to help the poor. You have, it's something you should learn. And the person who sent this question, if you have been doing these things deliberately and consistently, you will not write this message. Somewhere, somewhere, there will always be money on you. Because money is a spirit. And it's something you must learn. People who are students should be sowing seed, or else you'll be looking for a job after school. Learn to go ahead of your colleagues. You what seed can you sow? You can't say 100 Ghana. You don't have it, but you have 10 Ghana. Put it in an envelope. When, when I come to church, all my envelopes are with me. You see, all of these are different envelopes. This one is 1,000 CDs inside. I'm supposed to give it to one of the instrumentalists. I've given one of them. Last Sunday, I said I'll give them money. I'm giving 1,000 CDs to all the four of them. I gave one to this boy because he's the only one I saw. But I didn't see the rest. And I've told them to send their momo number to me or when they come to church. So I'll give it to them. I'm blessing people in church. Why won't God bless me? Actually, there were three envelopes. All of them has 1,000 CDs. Yesterday, I went somewhere and I used 2,000 CDs. So it's left with 1,000 CDs. But I'll still get it to them. But it's in an envelope. I have passed it powerfully. There were four envelopes. This one is my tight book. I don't chop God's money. Any money that comes to me, until I remove the tight, I don't touch the money. These ones are my offerings for today. I've already given one out. These are my offerings for today. So we have five offerings, and this is 500 Ghana cities. I'm giving throughout the service. Why won't God bless me? Hello? Uh -huh. So there are people who are not spiritual. This is my tight, my uh, uh, prayer card. These are my former tight card. The, my tight card is full. And I've taken another one, which is also half full. These ones are envelopes I put offerings in. When I come to church, I have a whole pack of envelopes in my house. When I'm coming, I put the money in the envelope. It's not here that I'm coming to do sing, sing, sing. God, should I give one CD or no? In the house, I determine my offering. Hello? Learn to sow seed and learn to prosper. It's something you must do deliberately. Don't plan for yourself. 
come about for others. I'm sure if you want to go the natural way, don't worry. Just look for a job. I can show you that one. Start saving. And then, um, what again? Work hard. In Christianity, to work hard, the Bible calls it diligence. You can't be a Christian and be lazy. You will never prosper. It's not, it's not allowed. The lazy man cannot prosper. Laziness is anti-God. It's, it's against the nature of God for a Christian to be lazy. You can't say that, oh, I'm a student. I will not study. God is against it. God is against idleness. It's an evil spirit. I have a teaching in one of the devotional. The topic is idleness. In it, you will see that idleness is a spirit. His brother is called laziness or slothfulness. So, learn to break a cycle of lack in your life. Also, man of God, you are a pastor, so people give to you. It's not like that. Until I learned these things, I was very poor. I was a pastor of a church, very poor. I had to struggle to look for a place to stay. I had to struggle. Everything was a struggle. Learn it, and God will richly prosper you. Or look for a job and go to the stock market and you will prosper. Now you don't have to even give tight. Because you will never come down even if you don't give tight. But the devil will strike and everything will be gone. Or before you realize, the money starts making you sin. Before you realize, the money is making you become wicked. Why? Because it begins to control you. It's a spirit. But once you fulfill the prosperity mandate by the spiritual way, money can, ne- money can never control me. There is no decision I've made in life because there was money on me. No. Money cannot control me. Because I give my tithe. How will you control me? Hello? It's not possible. So learn it. A child of God must learn to prosper. I've taught on it extensively. So learn it. Learn it. Things will answer to you, I'm telling you. People who don't know you see you and they give you money. When you begin to sell, it will be sold. It will prosper. How and why not? If you are a pastor, you will prosper. Now, I can't convince myself that I will not prosper. I don't know how. God loves all of us. So it's not as if he hates me. And if God is for me, who can be against me? I'm not foolish. You have to learn the ways of money. Something that scriptures have taught me is the root of all evil. If I can circumcise my heart, why not? It will prosper. If there is always no money in your house, I will give you another key. Learn to give money to your wife. Number one, don't do it gradually because there is no faith in it. Because giving to your wife, to your children, responsible giving, is also kingdom principle of prosperity. I give money to my wife, not because she's my wife. I give money to my wife because God has told me I have to do that. My wife can never convince me to give her money. No. Why? Because she doesn't have to convince me. I know what I'm doing. It is for my own good. It's like offering. Must we be convinced to give offering? No, 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 no. It's for my own good. 
If your wife is working, she's not working, whatever. Make sure that you give her something. Make her happy. God will bless you. It's part of the kingdom prosperity. There are responsible givings. You marry not because you want pleasure. You marry because the word of God says so. We should multiply and fill the earth. You are fulfilling divine mandate. That's why we marry only one, because God says so. We are working in obedience. That's how you should think. I hope you understand it. All right, what was the next question? If somebody commits suicide, will the person go to heaven or to go to hell? Well, there is one example of somebody who committed suicide. His name is called Judas. And the Bible says Judas went to hell. Number two, there was a king by name Saul. He also committed suicide. And the Bible says he went to hell. In fact, when you study eschatology, it is believed that the Antichrist will either be the incarnation of Judas, incarnation of Saul, of the old because what Saul did is like the same thing Judas did. It's, it's terrible. Or Nimrod. It's Bible scholars, that's what. Because the Antichrist will be an incarnation of a spirit. You know, so the examples are not clear. They, they, I mean, they are not they are not hopeful. The examples are not good. And in most cases, you commit suicide. Not because God says so. God will never suicide. Number two, if you were of yourself, you will never commit suicide. It is demons that take control of a person's life and coerces the person into distraction. Because in the case of Judas, the Bible says that Satan entered him. He went to betray Jesus Christ, brought back the money, and went to hang himself. So the demons were inside of him. And that is how we understand it. So anytime somebody is committing suicide, it means that evil spirits are inside the process. Or else the person can never do it. And the person can never try it. Because it's not easy to commit suicide, to end your own life. It's not yours. You're not here on this earth for yourself. God brought you here. And so... If you are struggling here, go to God and ask him why. He will show you the way out. And anybody that committed suicide in the Bible ended in hell. So just don't try it. You see, the way I've answered the question, I didn't say they will go to hell because I'm not God who takes people to hell. But I'm giving you Bible guidelines. That when you check the Bible very well, all the examples are not clear. Do you get it? Uh-huh. The next question. They said they'll be putting the questions on the screen so that I can. How best can you go about in trying to hear from God? I think last week, we gave some few. One of them is to learn to live a quiet life. Number two, you have to study the word of God. Studying the word of God will help you to tame your spirit. It will help you to build your spirit. Number three is... Be, be a joyful person. Always be excited. Always be happy. Don't let things worry you. The truth is that worries don't change anything. 
but it kills. The Bible says that the sorrow of this world, sorry, leads to death. So, even naturally, I don't know if the doctors can help me, but there are psychosomatic conditions. Conditions that are related to the, for instance, if you are always sad, you can get hypertension. Because it's, 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 it's a state of the mind that produces all the stress and the pressure and all of those things. Uh, doctor, doctor is here. Who is doctor here? Mention some of them to me. Say, no, no. What are the things that worries can make somebody get medically? Don't be shy. It's psychosomatic. So the psychosomatic is the correct word. I was not sure. Number two. Stress. Yes. Worried. Bitterness. Unforgiveness. These are all things that can. Hey. My God. So even naturally, they are not correct. It helps in aging. The more you worry, the more you grow fast. Yes, a happy person is always young. Our body is not only made up of bones. They are also made up of cells, tissues, organs, so many things. And chemicals. For instance, a baby is produced purely by chemicals. Estrogen. Uh, what again? Progesterone. These are all chemicals that the body begins to produce inside of you. As the body is producing those chemicals, the process is formed inside the womb. As soon as you give birth, the chemicals stop producing. It's beautiful. The human body is a factory. It can produce milk. Can you imagine? <laughs> and how the milk production works. It's like there are two nerves. It goes to the brain and comes back. So as the baby is sucking, the nerve takes the information. It stimulates the brain and begins to stimulate the ducts and they begin to produce the milk. So when the baby stops taking the breast milk, sucking, the breast milk stops coming. When you say that one week you don't give breast milk to your baby, the breast milk will stop coming. Because the more they are latching, is it latching? Latch, uh-huh. <laughs> on it, the more the glands are producing and the more the milk is coming. They are all chemicals. So, the sadness is another chemical. They are called the black bile. When you study medieval medicine, they used to talk about it. <laughs> and the yellow bile. It, when you are sad, it secretes things into your bloodstream. Certain chemical is produced into your bloodstream. It begins to make you sick. It begins to make you grow wrinkles. You are dying, but you can't see it. So God didn't create us like that. It will shock you that most of you here, if you can be happy, you can be rich. Because 
one of the things that happens is that when you are in that state, it is easy for spirits to talk to you. And they block all your doors. Spiritual doors. As you are happy, those spiritual doors open. That's why the Bible says that um, with joy, you draw water from the wells of salvation. We have quoted so many scriptures on joy, how that you cause the windows to be open, the blessings will be coming, even just by happy. You know, so as you are always in a happy state, God, when he speaks to you, you will hear. I hope you get it. It's not only being happy, but also praying. The more you pray, the more your spirit opens up. We are talking about how to hear from God. And the more you pray, the more God will begin to talk to you. God is always talking. The problem is that we don't hear. But he doesn't stop talking. He says if we are not faithful, he is faithful still. So he's always talking to us. We have to position, like the Peace FM is talking right now. But you see, you can't hear because you don't have a radio receiver. But if you have a radio receiver, you can tune it and get that in frequency now. Boy, well, I say, and you are for Peace FM, so no, so good, so I would hear. They are talking. GBC is talking. TV3 is talking. The same way God is talking. But if you can tune your spirit, but that sober-mindedness, that sobriety of state, tranquil state, very, very happy state. Happiness and joy, it's not about shouting and laughing. You know, like, you are a happy person, but you are not talking. As you are walking, you know you are happy. The same way when you are sad, you don't have to talk. But as you are walking, the chemicals are being produced inside of you. Before you realize, pimples all over your face. Before you realize, boils under your armpit. It's the moodness. Before you realize, they say you have candidiasis. They say, ah, it's, the, it's the sadness. <laughs> Before you realize, you have what? Rheumatism. Ah, this is the idea. So all of these things. Next question. How does somebody overcome academic depression? Number one. Pass exams, you overcome it. <laughs> academic depression is directed, directly connected to academic failure. So the secret is that you have to do things to help you pass the exams. Do you understand the question? The question is how can you overcome academic? Who gets A and gets depressed? So, number one, go for lectures every day. Number two, study every day. When I say study every day, at least two hours, no matter the course you do, study two hours every day. Don't say that, oh, tomorrow I'll study four hours so that today I will not study. No. The consistency is better than the once in a while. No. Study every day because as you do it every day, your brains become sharp. That's how it works. Everything you do consistently produces different results than things you do once in a while. Like, it's better to pray one hour every day than to pray 15 hours once a week. Like Monday morning, 15 hours. That's all. You have covered the whole week. And that's more than two hours. Pastor Winfrey said something two weeks ago. What did he say? He said, consistency is better than intensity. Uh, consistency is better than one big 15 hours. No, doing it every day is better. 
For instance, if you are here, you don't know how to cook. Cook every day, you become a better cook. Then you wait uh, one Saturday, be, then you do 16 stews, 14 soups. Your cooking doesn't change. The more you do it, the better you become. Do, do you understand? Uh, so do it every day. Do it every day. Number three, join group studies. And when you are joining group studies, join the group studies that you will be the group study leader. You see, have the charisma to set up your own group study. Be friendly. As soon as you come to first year, greet everybody in the class. Like the way they are looking for SRC, they do. SRC president. Good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Recently, I met Alan Chiramati. The way he greeted me, I said, Kai. The thing is, it's always the same. Hi, good afternoon. Oh. Greeting as if he's very nice. And of course, if you meet Baumia, he'll greet you. If you meet Mahama, he'll greet you. Because they want position. So you too, you want to become a group study leader. Greet everybody till you get to know the good ones. The good students. Bring them together. Be a leader. The reason why I say you should be the group study leader is they will finish the group study on Sunday. So you can be part. But because you are the group study leader, you will fix it Monday night. A day that you are comfortable with, not the day that they are comfortable with. Saturday you have to do washing and they fix it there. I hope you get it. Group study is important. The truth is, in the group studies, people bring source, sources of information. A past question that doesn't exist. Somebody will bring it. One day, when I was in school, I didn't join group study. It was a very bad thing because I was very busy. Any day they fix, I don't get time because I have Monday to Sunday. I have meetings. So I use the other principles, studying every day, going for lectures, looking for... One day I went for a group study in Komoto. Girls had gathered, boys had gathered. When I sat there 15 minutes, I left. Information. I said, where have I been? I got confused. They were talking about Sisyphist, Agamemnon. Hey, what too? The guys have access to info, handouts. And I said, if I sit here, I will be depressed. Because the essence was just two days. And one boy, he used to call me eschatology. He sees me now, those are eschatos. He called me that those are come and join the group studies. He was feeling pity for me, so. But when I got the guys were bringing points. I wonder that if I joined the group studies earlier, like beginning of the semester, I would be good like them. But when I think they are mentioning, it looks so normal, like casual, like it's as if something is normal, but it was not normal to me. They were all new to me. And I had two days to catch up. So I went to see the dogs alone and I told him my problem. That look, I am not ready for these exams. What do I? Then he mentioned this. I said, I don't know. He said, Hey, Doza. <laughs> he mentioned this. I said, I don't have the hand. I said, Hey. I will mention another. I said, I don't have it. Suddenly he said, Sit down. Then he said, You need this. You need this. You need this. And I took all of them. I sorted. I passed. I didn't get an A, but I passed. I passed. I think I had B plus or B minus. It was in the Bs. And I was personally surprised. Uh, so, 
join group studies. Don't say, I'm busy, I'm watching football. No, 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 you didn't come to school for, the football will always be there. That's what I don't understand people who are on Instagram. The videos will still be there. They don't delete it. The Instagram pictures will still be there. If you don't watch it today, tomorrow it will be there. Next month it will be there. Go for the lectures. Go for the, even if you are sick, go for lectures. Because one day I missed a lecture and I regretted badly. And that's why I'm teaching. They were teaching us sentence analysis. And they would teach us base forms. Preface, surface, infix. And then, um, for instance, if you study a word like um, demonology, it's from demon and logic. You understand? So they will explain the word logic, which is the study of. And they gave them almost 2,000 of those base forms. Like, this is the basic unit of a word. Morphemes, those things. And the rest are added. That's how words are formed. The whole lecture two hours, they taught all the base forms and gave handout. I was not there. One day, there's a guy called P. God. I was working at Lego Hall. I met P. God. And P. God was holding the base forms. Almost 2,000 words. Like, mostly when you mention a word, I can tell you the meaning. How am I going to study these 2,000 words for these exams? But the man gave it to them at the beginning of the lecture, and I was not there. And the day they taught that thing, like, a sentence must have subject, verb, and object, SVO. Then you can do it, and you realize that this one is the branches, this one is like a tree. I forgot how they call it. of you do English or linguistics. Look, I struggled. I was, I was sad. Then I said, I will never miss lectures again. I was level two or three hundred. But it was also close to exams like that. So at least every day, you even see the subject that the lecturer is always mentioning. It's like it seems to connect everything he's mentioning. Those ones who come in the exams. So if you go for lectures every day, don't miss it. Don't say, I was tired, I overslept, I didn't sleep. You can come back and sleep. Even if you go and sleep in the lecture hall, it's better. Most of the lecturers, they are boring. But you still go, especially these chemistry lecturers. They themselves don't understand. In my English class, I realized that even the professors, they don't understand what they are teaching. Sometimes the professor is teaching the English and he no a local. No, no, no. I was so sad. Who teaches the teacher? How many of you have heard that if they take you to JSS to teach math, it will not be easy for you. Or they take you to JSS to teach English. But you have passed hard to even the university level. So go for lectures every day. Don't miss lectures. Look for past questions. And the next thing is that get a shepherd who will help you. The shepherd is somebody you submit to in church who says that, ah, you, you don't go for lectures. Why don't you go for foolish boy? Send your resource for me to see. The, those type of pressure, it will help you. Actually, I don't want shepherd. I have to insult me. I have to do, I have to go for, I have to do well this semester. That puts pressure on you because naturally we won't want to be lazy. So somebody have to put these five points. If you apply them, you will never have academic depression again because you get the resource. And if you don't get the results, you will get the depression. <laughs> Next question. Uh, give me doctrinal questions. 
Why do people manifest? And why is it especially with women? I love the way he says especially. It means boys also manifest. But the Bible says women are weaker vessels. So it is easy for them to have more demons. Not it is easy for them to be wicked. It's good to have more than the men. The man can have one demon and is powerful than 3,000 girls who have 6 million demons. <laughs> yes, that's how it works. So they have more. And some of the demons, they don't manifest. They leave. It's not every demon that engages you in a long discussion. Berlin Conference. You and I will not go. Go sit down. Then produce uh, uh, palm soup or else I will not go. <laughs> a demon who wants to drink a be, a be, a be, a ben wine. <laughs> but if a sister begins to feed on the word of God, they become strong and they are able to overcome some of these. But the person who asked this question, I started a teaching on Wednesday, which I will continue on this Wednesday. Try and be around. Because it's long. I took three hours last time, last Wednesday. We close around nine. So next time around we close eight thirty. So come on Wednesday. Pastor, could you please elaborate? No, I have not answered your question. I'm saying that it will take long. But I'm, I have just given a little of it. So I'll continue on Wednesday if you are here. Or if you were here, or even if you were not here, just get the tips. Because I answered this question. And I didn't even know that somebody has asked a question like this. Can could you please elaborate on the authenticity of the doctrine that teaches women not to put on trousers? Jewels, perm, artificial. There's no scripture like that. At least I've read the Bible. It said they should dress decently. They didn't say they shouldn't wear trousers. You see, people try to impose their tradition on the scripture. It's wrong. No lady will go to hell because she wears perm. Don't let anybody deceive you. These days, we should even get some for the boys. We will wait. <laughs> Give us a week, we will wait. It's not in the Bible. Can I tell you something? The first person to do lipstick, her name was called Jezebel. In the Bible. He did it to seduce a man of God by name Jehu. But it didn't work. Jehu still killed her. So, <laughs> why? Pastor, you say that I think, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with lipstick. <laughs> Recently, I used to paint my nails because I was watching a video and the man of God was praying for somebody and the spirit manifests and the spirit said, I am the spirit that makes him bite his fingernails. So there's a spirit of fingernails. I mean, too, I've been biting my fingers even from the womb. <laughs> so I said I have to stop. And the thing they put on the nails is very bitter. But it's plain, if I was wearing it today, if I knew a question like this has been asked, I would have put it on and you would not even notice. But I still painted it. And when I painted it, I couldn't bite my nails because it was... By the grace of God, I have stopped. Wow. And for almost two months now. Wow. 
I've not beaten my nails. Three days ago, I was cutting my nails with nail clipper. I said, this demon doesn't work in my life again. <laughs> okay, so the point is that people, when the gospel came here, most of the people who presented the gospel to us were evangelists who were attacking people who were of a certain sinful background, prostitutes. And the prostitutes were those who were mostly like that. I hope you understand. What the Bible rather teaches is that we should dress decently. And what is decent? What the Spirit of God will teach you. And I think that if you are not dressed decently, you yourself, you will know. The healer get up. The lady is wearing trousers. But you can't say this is not decent. Hello? But I can call somebody with a skirt. Oh, I should go into the choir. Do you have a friend who is not dressed well? Just mention the person. I'll call the person. So that I wouldn't be held responsible. Even though skirt is typically for ladies. But somebody can wear a skirt that is like dangerous, isn't it? Uh-huh. All right, you can see that. Oh, lovely people will dress well. We dress well. Why am I still looking to the crowd to look for? <laughs> just, just, just dress well. Let us not deviate. A man wearing women's clothes. It makes you like a mad person. And we know women's clothes. So the Bible says when they are dressing, they should dress with propriety or decency. It, it doesn't mean people go to hell for wearing miniskirts. No, no. When you begin to walk with the Spirit of God, He will comment on the way you dress. He will talk to you about it. No, I used to wear autofista when I was in school. When I gave my life to Christ, nobody preached it to me. I just stopped. And when I came to the university, I realized that that village life is just for secondary school people. Because I never see anybody in Legon in autofista. The real Legonite, not those who, come, who just came to accompany people. You see, Legon, somebody is wearing tents, Air Force, with Fubu uh, jacket, uh, sorry, top, or Jordan 23 singlet. You see that? It's not common. They dress, tuck in, polish their shoe, decent. Uh-huh. I think that the Spirit of God begins to teach us as we. Somebody says, Me, I'm big. It's not like that. If you are big, there are bigger clothes for you. you know, and another thing is walking in love. As a child of God, you should not be the reason for somebody to sin. The Bible says, if eating meat will cause my brother to stumble, then I will not eat meat any longer. Why? Because some people are committing masturbation because of you. You see, so dress in a way that is decent. But it is not your problem. It is the person's problem. Because if you, a Christian, you dress well, doesn't mean the unbelievers will dress well. So he should learn to just look at things and move on. Rather than doing masturbations. Because even if they don't see it in church, they will see it at the classroom. When I was in school, I used to see people with beads in front of me. Me, my English class, 700 people, 550 are girls. I don't know if it is still like that, but overwhelming majority were girls. Few boys. When we were finishing 
The boys in the class were like 90. The rest were girls. When you come, they sit down, all their annuals will be showing. But I never left the lecture hall. I concentrated on the lecture. I focused. You know, so you have to, because the truth is that these days profanity is everywhere. Recently, I saw Nescafe uh, billboard, a woman with Nescafe at the bottles. And I said, What has bottles got to do with ne- coffee? Coffee. Coffee is where Ebenum said the bottles here. So it's everywhere. As you are driving around, as you are, even your phone. The first time I opened uh, 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 Twitter, it was male and male having sex. Raw, not like they were having male and male on Twitter. The, the first time I put the Twitter on the phone, I opened it. That was the first thing I saw. And that was the last time I went there. I said, What? Twitter, Twitter, and I said, Don't we know honey? Not that I, had, I, I was a newcomer. Like, <laughs> at least come on, tell me flower beer. I green, I done yellow, but no man who said. And also, at the point, I realized that this thing will not help. So, you can find, you open Facebook, the side is a woman whose breast is like this. By the side. It's an advert. You can't close it, I swear. So, you just have to learn to overcome lust. Lust is not from outside. Lust is from within. And you react to the things outside. You can see things outside. You will never have a problem because your within is clear. And studying the word of God, meditating on scripture, praying will help correct the things within. I hope you understand it. So forget about people who say that oh, I went to hell and I saw a woman who was wearing permit. Now, if that woman was there because of, I mean, was in hell, it's not because of the permit. Nobody goes to hell because of the hair they were wearing. But there are people who are in hell and they have a hairstyle. That's the point. And I think that's the difference. I think that we shouldn't let anybody destroy our faith in God. If it is beautiful and it doesn't offend God, why not? Look nice. Don't look. I don't have a problem with wig. No, no. You should wear it. There is no way you go to hell because of wig. Where is it in the Bible? Okay, when you wear wig, who do you offend? Nobody. Uh, you see somebody say that he's committing masturbation because of your wig. No, no, then then you have no problem. <laughs> How do you stop the strong desire to have sex with your beloved, even though you are not married? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Sing hallelujah, amen. Number one. The type of relationship you have is the cause. If you are in a relationship, you talk ten times every day. You are not talking, you are seducing yourselves. These days, people are in a relationship. This is how they work, Pastor Eric. <laughs> like this, oh, brother. 
and I will say me me and your man. say pressy pressy your man. And I will say sunny now my baby. Jai 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 jai. Shabab you are doing sunny now. You have confidence to put your hand in the pocket of your lady. That will make the phone action go to. After doing this drama for three months, you are cooked. <laughs> and number two, a type of lifestyle you have. So when you are in a relationship, most of the time, this long, long talk is insecurity, it's not love. Who are you? <laughs> so they have to talk ah, in the night. Ah, you don't have to. You will marry. You don't have to. When you marry, they don't talk. <laughs> Once in a while, every day, I, mean, I think you should hear from yourselves every day. That one day is there. But just send a test. Hi, good morning. I just woke up. I'll be going for lectures at 8. I'm sure I'll be back to the room by 4. I'll call you when I'm about to sleep. Simple. Where the, <laughs> I just woke up. I'm going to the bathroom. I've taken the brush. The toothpaste is small. I'll put a little on it. Man, you seem to have other points. The lifestyle here simply means Ushe Pono do do. Pono can come. Now, so first time I don't watch Pono. Now, this is the movie you are watching. It's not pornography. Movie will be that bad. The soul kiss will be five minutes. Now, when said, Yes, I come on my bosom, and on no pamuka. So, you, 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 you put a lot of things inside of you. So, that pushes you to look for a beloved. So that you can experiment the things that you have learned. Sometimes on WhatsApp groups, one day I was on Ocean, somebody put a pornography there. And the person was actually a, a high court uh, judge. Emmanuel, high court judge. And people were firing, they fired him. Also, all of you are hypocrites. Then I said, I have to leave the page. So I left the page. I don't belong here. These are responsible people. Can you put something like that there? You know, but there are some WhatsApp pages that they discuss things. Uh, this one, the blue one, uh, Telegram. They share things. Now all of those things are cooking you up. The Instagram too. The lifestyle there. See somebody lying on a yacht and they are massaging him. Say, mm, I will go for this type of massage. Like that, like that. Already you want to have sex. So the relationship is like an open door. But if that is not the mindset that takes you into the relationship, you can keep it pure. And don't enter into a relationship until you want to marry. Okay. 
if it is not marriage, why do you need a relationship? Or so you want to talk. So you mean you can't talk to your roommate? I want to go, uh, eat ice cream. But you have friends who can eat ice cream with you. Relationship is for people who want to marry. That's why the first one said that I talk to the boy, he doesn't listen. The boy doesn't have plans to marry. When he has plans to marry, he will be listening to you. Because he knows you can change your mind. When they don't have plans to marry, that's when they behave that way. And you cry, you know that this one, we are not planning to marry. We are just having fun. And that type of relationship too, you can't avoid the tendency to have sex. And the last one is that if the distance to the marriage is far, mostly it tests your patience. Let me tell you, unless there's a certain grace of God upon you, you can't be in a relationship more than three years and not have sex. You can't. Because by the time you've crossed one year, the conversations you have had, you have raped her in your head. Imagine people who are not married and they are discussing names of their children. How will their children come? <laughs> Our first baby will be called Albert. The second baby will be called Alberta. What about the third one? Charmaine. And the fourth one, I can imagine your stomach has become big and I'm taking you. How did the stomach become big? <laughs> so when the relationship is too long, you begin to have sex every day. Every day. And when, let me tell you something. Sex, when you start, you can't stop. Take it from me. So, I'll do it only once. Let's try once and see. It is called once and for all. Why? Do you know that as you are sitting here, have you ever felt like eating fried honton with shark fin soup? Like, oh, and I may call the fried honton. It be at order. Because your body has never tasted fried honton before. The day you eat fried honton, when you are there, you say, oh, Okon cannot do what you have never tasted before. What baby? How is it called in English? A crepe. Wabing, wabing. You cannot crave for something that you have never eaten or tasted before. The moment you taste it, I have a teaching. I call it the four categories of sexual arousal. How many of you remember? Ah, you don't remember? Who remembers? You. Yes, I taught it extensively on four categories. The arousal a virgin feels is not the same as the arousal a non-virgin feels. The arousal that a virgin feels is different because the one that the non-virgin feels becomes depressing. You get into stress if you don't have sex. If you have had sex before, when you get aroused after some prolonged period, have you seen a virgin getting blue balls before? <laughs> Do you know blue balls? Probability. There were red balls and blue balls. What is the probability that they will pick the red. You remember? And they pick the blue. The moment you have sex for the first time, whenever you are aroused, you begin to get stressed. You can't sleep. You get restless. When you are trying to study, your mind goes off. Why? Because what? What? 
But if you have never tasted before, you will get the razacha 15 minutes. It stops. And okay, it comes mostly at dawn. But if you have never, if you have done it before, sometimes for one week, you are in the mood. Because the body is forcing you. Because eggs are being produced. Eh? Sperms, the men, the sperm cycle is one week. And the one week when it produces, it's able to take care of two weeks. Then another week comes and it produces again. So it's like every day there's a storehouse. The girls, it's every month. But there are so many cycles that go on. And the body naturally is programmed to give birth. That is why a woman, if he doesn't give birth after some time, she gets fibroid. Fibroid means you are producing too much sex hormones. And they begin to grow tissues in your womb or around your womb or outside the womb. Why? Because if you go to hospital and they take the fibroid, the doctor will tell you, go and give birth. Or else it will come again. Because a hormonal, hormonal producing is supposed to manufacture a baby. And you two are on uh, steroids. And you are not taking anything. So the body is produced, like designed to behave that way. And when you are still not like the way the hunger is, when you are hungry and you are still not eating, before you realize you sleep, you are having dreams, you are eating. Then suddenly you get stressed. The body is forcing you. That's what happens. That's the type of arousal that go on between people who are who have had sex before. So the moment you have sex before, your sexual arousal is intensive. It's higher than the people. That's why the Bible says, do not arouse love before it pleases. Until you are sure that you can get it all the time. Don't try it. It's like, okay, if you take one, you can't stop. And deliverance can't deliver you. Because nobody can pray for you to not to be hungry. Sexual desire is as legitimate as your desire for food. That's why you can't cast it out. You can't say, come out, sexual desire. Come out. You can only come out when you die. So it will be there. You can't cast it out. You can only reduce it by taking pornography and sexual materials from you. Just keep it away so that it can be concentrating and focusing. I hope you understand. All right. Or else you always have sex. And then also, maybe there's pressure on you. One of them is demanding for it. Either the boy is demanding or the girl is demanding. Now, any demand that is put on you, the body begins to react towards it. After some time, your defenses begin to break down. And the last one is unguided conversations. I like your legs. They are cute. It's not a compliment. It's seducing you. You have... Huh? Your lips are kissy. Kissable lips. Kissable lips. Now, as they begin to pass, most of the things, for instance, I say, oh, Pastor, I have a boyfriend who is boring. Mostly the girls are saying that my boyfriend doesn't say romantic things. He doesn't say things that sexually arouses me. Because the girls, they can have sex within themselves. <laughs> there are degrees of sexual satisfaction. I wanted to explain to you that 
A woman can watch or listen to a conversation, be aroused and be pleased within herself without touching herself. And to know why you have sex, be able to a brosoir. I say, ah, I remember the other Tessa, only the just one percent crown, none of the Yeah, yeah. So stop listening to those things. And you see, in church, we don't say you are sexy. It's not allowed in church. It's not allowed if you are not married. If you are in a relationship, don't say that am I sexy. What do you need that for? How can somebody prove without evidence? The thing is, you should ask, do I smell? That's the questions you should be asking. No, am I sexy? Is my breast okay? Is my legs okay? Don't say those things. Some of the girls, one lady, a lady, one day, a lady told us that a gentleman hugged her. She was never the same afterwards. And she went to report it to the MSA that the day this boy hugged me, I've never, I can't take him out of my mind, and I'm struggling. That boy, his name begins with S. Christians there. This is how we hug. Oh, good to see you. Where there? We had that ekunko ni Musa. Now I no broad chest even Oh, and somebody who is not married though, you are hugging and you are stretching. Stop that. You hug like this. Don't do that. It's simple. Just uh, good to see you. Not the hug that umu yano muchu umu. Father Bernard, the Bible says that the only God. The Bible says that the only. So please stop all those conversations. The thing is, you are not ready for it, and yes, sir, you will be ready by force. So. The Bible says that the only criteria for divorce is marital unfaithfulness. What about abuse, especially physical abuse? Didn't the Bible address that well? The Bible knows that the marriage will be conducted in the context of the church with elders and shepherds so that the elders by issuing of their discretion, if they can put you together like that, they can also separate you. But there is singleness, there is marriage, there is divorce, there is also separation. Many of you don't know. Separation is when you have not divorced, but you don't stay together. So that one is working on himself or somebody is being worked on. Sometimes you have to assess the abuse. Is it that the person has a mental problem? Because anger is a mental problem. Many of you don't know. There's a level of anger. All the cause with a bit more draw. Yeah. Yeah, because some of them is depression, stress, mental disorders, mental health related. Yes. So they have to assess all of these things. Bible didn't say that when your husband is sick, leave him. And his sickness may be anger. That's why. So it has to be worked on. That's why you have to come for counseling, training, so that you know the person you are going to marry. Okay, so what pastor will say stay in the house? Oh, they won't go home. 
So we'll tell you that leave the house. Go and stay with your mother. Go and stay with your father. Let him stay here. It is called separation. It's not called divorce. Until you work on yourselves, then you come together for one week, then you separate again. That's also another strategy for marriage. There's a solution to marriage. One of the solutions is that if the two of you are always fighting, you must create artificial separation. And that is once in a while, when you, you see that when you travel, when, when Samson travels, don't you call him. When it's around, you call frequently. No, it's like that. People miss themselves when they are distant. So we create the distance. Go and stay somewhere, come and stay somewhere. Then every month, you come for one week. But the two of you are in Accra, or one is in Kumasi, one is in Accra. It's a strategy that will make the marriage work until you work on yourselves to stay together. Hey, I think I've answered this question, so move on. Why can't I see the tangibility of God's supernatural power in my life? Like the miracle money. <laughs> Please. Huh? What am I not doing right? I need help. Do you know that I mean to have that question? Like two sick people go to church. One is healed, one is not healed. Anywhere they share free things, I don't get so. When I was a young boy, then I started sowing seed against it. I started praying against it. I started positioning my faith against it. Look, they can say that we are 300 here. There are 400 uh, shoes. They should share it. I will not get some. All my life, I, was, I used to be very bitter. Like, why? Even food, they go for Sunday school. They share, I don't get some. <laughs> like they said, I will throw a, uh, One day I saw something. Somebody said that idea Mark said is you can travel to Dubai, so they are going to do promo. So you remove the something, the packaging on it. I said, this thing, me, I will not try it. I know I will not get it. I don't need to try it. I don't need to. It will not work. So pray about it. Ask God to teach you. And sometimes you get the miracle money, but maybe you don't think this is miracle money. God, he sends it through your father, which is also a miracle money. But to generalize the answer, I think that it's something you should pray about it. And Because I don't share miracles. It's God who shares the miracle. And he is the one who determines who qualifies for it. So ask God and he will help you. In Jesus' name. When a person becomes born again, can the person lose that born again? Yes. But when the person loses it, he can't come back. Because Jesus died once and for all. Armenianism, Calvinism. They are right in what they affirm. They are wrong in what they deny. Next verse. Next question. How does the concept of salvation work? Do I just say a prayer when giving my life to Christ and that's all? Yes, that's all. It's too good to be true, isn't it? But that's all. The teachings will help you to understand what you just did. Babu says that, okay, I want to ask you a question. How do people marry? As important as it is, I love you, I love you, ring, ring, it's over. 
You don't even have to give rings. You just have to say, I love you, I love you. They pray for you. And you're married. Ah, just like that. Do you know the first day I married, when we went home, my wife told me to go out so that she can remove her dress. I said, when you're serious, oh. <laughs> she was wearing this gown. She said, I should go out so that she will remove the gown. I said, okay, you are not serious. Now she couldn't open the zip. And we're the only two there. The rest is Fanuel. Who is the Antichrist? <laughs> Who is the Antichrist? You didn't answer the question. Eh? Did I answer the question? Your face like... <laughs> well, the Antichrist is a man born by a woman like you and myself but will be an incarnation of a spirit and he will be the ruler of the whole world. The United Nations is projecting an agenda to have one world government. It was defined by a lady by name Alice Bailey from something they call the Lucis Trust or the Lucis Doctrine. Now it is like an NGO, but it's under the United Nations. They want to have a one world government. But that one world government, the whole world will have one president. The whole world will have one faith, one currency. And he is a sign of the coming of Christ. As soon as we see that, at least before even the Antichrist comes, the first rapture would have happened. Now, one of the things is that as we are getting closer to the coming of the Lord, the people who are real Christians are going to be very few. Yes. I don't think that at the time Jesus, the first rapture will take place, the real people to be raptured, I don't think they'll be up to one billion. Because the Lord has planned it to be so. He said, if he doesn't even shorten the days, even the elect will not be saved. Evil will be so rampant, common, that when we vanish, the world population will not be so much depleted. And the world will continue. In 2014, is it 13 or 14, I was studying my Bible, and the Lord told me that when the first rapture comes, scientists will call it evolution of extinction. The world will continue. Everything will go on. The cars will be moving. Electricity will come on. You go to work every day. Just that your MD will be gone. So they will appoint a new MD. And the science will explain it. That it's normal phenomenon. Because if people can believe that men are women, then that one will not be too difficult. Indeed, right now we can't even imagine that. How can people vanish and they will say it's scientific? Yes, the same way they are saying that human beings are males and females and people understand it. That's how it will be. The scientific community that people have put their faith in will bring... That. People now believe that God didn't create the world. We came from apes. And where are the apes? Why are they not producing again? Why has that stopped? They, say, they will still say it's an evolution of something-something uh, end. Is it Lamarckism? Okay. So people will vanish and the world will continue. And the Antichrist, after three and a half years, will 
stop everything called religion, faith, worship of God, prayer, and will begin to hunt Christians. Who didn't go? The first going. Not every Christian will be raptured in the first rapture. Some Christians will be left behind. Because according to the Bible, they didn't mature. They didn't have what it takes to be raptured. What is it? No, no. They are working. They are welding. The, um, what do you call it? The trusses. They have put, they are, they are doing the roofing. So it's not any, any like, <laughs> so it's the welding light. That is true. It's not anything. Don't be afraid. They are welding at the top. Uh-huh. So I think after another, so the Antichrist will rule for seven years. After the seven years, the world will come to an end. Now, when you say the world will come to an end, it doesn't mean this earth will vanish. No. Jesus Christ will come the third time. There is the second coming. The second coming, nobody will see him. He will rapture the church. The Bible says he will come in the night like a thief. He will take the church and will vanish. That includes those who are rapturable, even dead in the grave. The mature ones, they will be raptured. They are called the first fruits. And then we'll go to heaven. We'll be in heaven for seven years. And then after the seven years, we'll come back. We'll come back to destroy the Antichrist and his kingdom. It will be Jesus Christ, the Bible says, will destroy him with the power of the mouth. That battle is called the battle of Armageddon. When the Antichrist and all his forces are destroyed. Now, listen, those forces are not physical forces. They are humans with spirit's nature. I will explain it when I preach at Holy Hill. I will talk about, I will talk about the, 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 the partly clay, partly iron. Now, we are not dealing with natural human beings. The human population is becoming demons. Daniel prophesied about it that they will try to infiltrate this earth. So you see a normal teacher, but he's a demon. Like you see a normal Jesus, but he's God. He was born by a woman. So there's going to be mass incarnation of these spirits. They are going to be planted. One of them will be the Antichrist. But some of them will be normal parents, normal teachers, normal lecturers, normal businessmen, normal pharmacists, normal computer programmers, normal uh, 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 musicians, pornography actors. Normal, but they are not normal. Normal singers. When they sing, you listen to their song, you go into occultism. You listen to their song, you are initiated into witchcraft. Now many of you look at the way the girls are smoking these days. Where did they get it from? It's hip-hop. The hip-hop culture is what introduced this mass smoking. So all of these Tupac and all, they are all incarnated. The devil sends specific ambassadors. Bob Mali, Michael Jackson. All of these dangerous, like one person has so much influence. Michael Jackson went to Korea. When he's singing, half of the people were falling under the power. They were falling down, crying. What kind of power is that? He was not as, how? There's a spirit in them. Beyonce said when she's singing, another spirit takes over her. When you watch her now, suddenly you two start removing your clothes. Suddenly you say you are a slave queen. Then you start rapping. 
then he starts smoking. How can you, how can you have been sitting in church for one year, you don't speak in tongues? But we are always speaking in tongues in church. We have not been, but you watch one TV and you start rapping. You catch the spirit. How? They are spirits. They are not ordinary human beings. Like I'm standing here. I mean, I'm not an ordinary human being. Holy Ghost is at work in me. That is why we can talk to somebody and he's born again. It's a spirit. You pray for somebody, the person is healed. It's a spirit. Last week, a lady said that any time that, um, I don't know, I don't want to be more specific, but from the day last Sunday we prayed, everything has stopped. It's not normal. It means that there's a certain power that is at work. The same way those people are going to have that power. And it's demonic power. And they will gather an army of demons to go and fight with Jesus and the saints. The saints, you don't join that army by just getting up to join. It is your works that qualify you for it. Those of you who were here for the foundational school yesterday and have received some reports that are very disturbing. Some of you can just say to them, I don't want to go for foundational school. Look, you don't know what we are doing. Some of you are going to be sacked. Some of you are going to lose so many things. You don't know what you are doing. Be serious. And study the word of God. But I thought on the fact that people are going to join an army. I think I spoke about eternal judgment. And I talk about the rewards of the saints. That one of them is to be the army of the Lord. When you read Revelation, the Bible speaks of the overcomers. Um, 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 Jude, also quoted from the book of Enoch. The Lord comes with the saints. 10,000 of the saints to execute. Those saints who were mature believers, who served God and qualified by the things they did on this earth, are going to rule with Jesus Christ on this earth. This earth will be here forever. But the earth is going to go through so many years of purging. Heaven and earth will pass away. It's not annihilation of earth because heaven and earth has passed away three times. All of them mentioned in scripture, even the days of Noah. The worldly system is going to be cleared. That's why you will never see anywhere in the Bible and the earth was new and the old one has been thrown away. You say, oh yeah, but the Bible said, I saw a new earth. Okay, and I saw a new creature. Is it the same body who gave his life to Christ yesterday? Yes. Well, how can the Bible say it's new? After the flood, before the days of Noah, the antediluvian age, the Bible says it was a new world. But it was not a new earth that was created. It's a system of governing the earth that was removed and a new order was restored. And that order was from God. It was not from man. Like the presidents of the world that said they want to create a new world order. That order is from God. God is going to rearrange and reorder things on this earth. And the saints, you remember the parables. All of these things, I'm talking about the parables of Jesus Christ. He said, you have been faithful, be ruler over ten cities. When the Lord eventually takes over this earth, he's going to appoint his saints to be rulers. Some people may not be rulers. They may be MPs who are supporting a government. Let's say D.L. Moody. God will give Ghana to D.L. Moody. Mostly, it is the impact people make. I think you should go and tell them that they should start from the other side. By the time they get here, yes, they are scaring people. But it's not, it's welding. They are welding at the top. We are doing the roof. We want to leave this place and go to the top. Why do you want to go to the top? Because God is at the top. And it is closer to heaven. When you pray now, it will reach heaven faster. 
You don't need to shout. But we'll be shouting. Do you understand it? So many things will go on before eventually the devil and all the people on this earth have eventually been removed. Now, this is a long teaching. I have taught it in so many different ways. One of them is the book of Revelation. Uh, what again? Eschatology. Heaven and the heaven of heavens. Demonology. Plenty of teachings. They are all at the desk. Get them on your phones and be played. Don't be playing Rehana music. You don't need it. He is not a human being. Pastor Winfred, I'm standing here. I'm not a human being. That's how you should understand it. There's a spirit at work in me. The same way there's a spirit at work in the world. It produces worldliness. Fill yourself with the word of God. I think this may answer a question. What does the Bible mean when it says that Christ was offered from the foundation of the world? Well, God finished his works from the foundation of the world. From before Adam and Eve were even created, all that God was to do, he had finished. The earth is now manifesting it. It's a spiritual term, but I think we can explain it. The spiritual world determines the things that happen in the physical world. Spiritually, you have to be created before you are physically born. You were not created the day you were born. You were created the day that Adam was created. God created the whole of the creation of men or humans. Male and female. Some people think that God created Adam before he created Eve. It's not in the Bible. They obviously male and female created he them. It is in the formation, the physical appearing that Adam appeared first. Because he picked the dust of the ground and he appeared first. Then he picked the rib and she appeared second. But they were created the same moment. Somebody was sitting on this Abraham something something. He doesn't know the Bible. They should stop listening to him. That women, the, the Christian Bible speaks against women because in the, the Bible, women were, were not God's original idea. But when you told them that they should multiply and fill the earth, how can a, a man multiply and fill the earth? Because that's the purpose of the creation. They should multiply and fill the earth. So God had to create them male and female. Then he said, oh, no, no, no. When Adam was alone, then God saw that it was necessary for him to bring man. No, that alone there is not loneliness. Alone means singular. Adam was alone. Alone, he can't give birth. So he had to bring a woman so that they can give birth. They are confusing people. They don't know. And it's, the thing is so clear in the Bible. I don't understand why. Like Jehovah Witness, who say God will not put people in here. That's, Jesus mentioned it. It's all over in the Bible. So why, why will people struggle with it? And people believe it this day that God will not, God is too kind to do that. Well, in the Old Testament, he told people to kill. David and Co, he told them, kill all of them. How many of you will sweep and gather the rubbish on your sitting on your bedroom? Heaven is God's bedroom. Every trash in his creation must go into the ball of eternal fire. Anyway, so the son of man will go just as it is written about. Is that a question? Or they said the time is up. We'll continue the questions in the second service. Huh?
Oh, the person is asking a question, but I started with a verse. The son of man will go just as it is written about him, but woe to that man who betrays the son of man. It will be better for him if he had not been born. Please, my question is that if Judas changed his mind at the last minute to not betray Jesus, would someone else have betrayed Jesus or the whole situation would have changed? Now, the truth is that he was destined to do that. He was destined to do that. It was his assignment. The devil programmed him before he was born. It took him 2,000 years to achieve that. So, there is no way he would have changed his mind. It's like saying, what if I change my mind not to come to Legon? But why did you come to Legon? You are here. So, that is the final answer. Somebody needed to do it, and he was the one who came to do it. Are you here with me? Next question. Pastor, I have a question. I have the urge to read books, but whenever I pick a book, I begin to doze off. This is a struggle for me, and it bothers me a lot, because I believe my advancement in seeking knowledge. Well, it's a discipline. How many of you have realized that if you go to the gym right now, you can't pick 100 kg? You can't do it. So you reading is like 100 kg. But if you keep doing it, keep falling asleep, the body will adjust. Discipline means you are beating up your body. You are shaping your body into shape. Yes. So keep doing it. You can sleep for four hours like that every day. You will never die. It's a discipline you must have. When people go to the army, they take them one week without sleeping. And they are able to do it. The body has so many capabilities, but we have not tapped into it. It comes by discipline. So, discipline yourself. The next thing is that, be wise. Don't go and start studying at dawn. Or in the night when you're about to sleep. The atmosphere is conducive. Many of you, when you eat, you begin to get dull. Because you mostly overeat. When you eat too much, the digestive system begins to absorb all your energy to digest the food. That's almost like as soon as you finish eating, you start sleeping. It means at the animal to do do. So mostly just take something light. And then you study. After you have finished studying, you can go and eat. So that you can sleep afterwards. Are we okay? Last question. I am a male flag. Many of you don't know. Okay. How does a person's temperament affect his calling? I'm male flag. Male flag means melancholic and phlegmatic. Ejamuwa terms. Now you have to say your name here. Sangmek. Huh? I thought it was even, he was mentioning her name. And sometimes I feel like I'm not even in the well of God. What is the well of God? In the will of God. Okay. And many other thoughts that try to consume my mind. Please. So just don't let the thoughts consume your mind. Stay on the word of God. What has the Bible said concerning? Most of you don't come from foundational school. In the foundational school, I talk about seeing yourself as Christ sees you. The truth is that you can never be a strong Christian by Sunday service. Sunday service will be about your parent. Hello? Uh-huh. 
I wanted to say something by some way. The truth is that just this short one hour of preaching is not is too small. So the foundational school, some of you think that it's just for some special people. No, it's for everybody. It is the place we take our time, Bible doctrine, precept upon things that are difficult to understand. We explain it so that you can see yourself the way Christ sees you. Jesus doesn't see you by male flake. It is the world that has given all those stereotypes. It may represent a reality, but the truth is that if you yield to the Spirit of God, whatever temperament it is, it will be mutated. The Spirit of God. Ah, do you think we're all like this? Mostly when I talk about the way I really used to be, people don't believe it. I used to be very shy. Very unfriendly. Very some way. As I kept reading my Bible, it's changing. I'm sure that's changed 10% to be cried. Yes. I used to be timid, afraid. One day I was in church. A man of God was preaching and said, If you can mention Abraham's father's name. And I knew it, I'll give you 50 CDs. I knew it, but I was shy to lift my hand. In class, I couldn't lift. I can mention the number of times I answered questions in class. All my schooling days, it will not be up to 20. In the university, it was only three times. I, I, like, talking class, oh no, no, it was not part of me. By, by studying the Bible, yielding to the Spirit of God, if I am to be in a lecture hall now, especially the philosophy and the religion that they are confusing people now, and Kebeyehu, so God is willing to help and there is a way out don't think that I'm born like this a Christian should not think like that me I'm born quiet me I'm born a, 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 a female in the male body you are not born in a way you can always be helped there is always a way out it is possible that a woman you have sexual feelings for a woman but it's a wrong feeling you can be helped I've helped so many of them, boys and girls. The first thing that until you see it to be wrong, you never change. Nobody can help you. That's the first thing. It is wrong. But it is real. I feel like I don't have feelings for girls. It's just boys I have feelings for. You can be helped. Easy cry. Number one, stop dressing like a girl. So, Pastor, I can't. One day I took a lady to a shop that they should do her. Permit. She said she will not do it. She had done Afro being a child boy now. Why not is a boy? And I said, you have to start dressing like a woman. I said, she can't. And I said, it's not that you can't. You are unwilling. If you start dressing like a girl, your mindset is going to change about yourself. Start wearing heels. Start doing lipstick and see if you will not be a girl. If you are a boy, start playing football and stop playing Ludo. <laughs> a boy who is playing Ludo. Says me, Lud. <laughs> Leave it for the girls. I sometimes wake up worried to the extent that my heart starts beating. 
When this happens, I cannot fish out what I'm worried about. It's the demon. We can help you about it. We can help you. It's a spirit. I just found myself in a state of anxiety. There's nothing like anxiety. It's a spirit. Please, what could this mean? It's a spirit that has manifested. One day, I don't know who I was with, but I was in Bani. We went to a room to preach. When I got there, a lady was sitting on the bed. Another lady was standing. When I was talking to them, they were not minding me. So I was, I was feeling foolish. Like, uh, so what's the point? <laughs> so I wanted to go to the one sitting down. because One of them was watching a movie. Too. Then she got up. She was doing it. So I can talk. She was listening. But I told the person I was with that the lady watching the movie has manifested. She was quiet watching movie. Nothing was going on. Not as if she was talking. She was quiet watching her movie. But I told the person that she has. As soon as I said, the girl sitting there, she has manifested. She just got up from the bed. Ah! Then she removed her clothes, leaving her panties. Started scratching. So I was with uh, this lady, um, Grace. Where's Grace? Grace from Bunny. Or say. She ran to go and bring boys because I was standing there. The lady was naked and she was on the floor like a snake. And I was just standing there. She got up and held me. Yes. We were not praying. So Grace ran out and brought some two boys and they covered her with a cloth. We prayed for her. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 15 to 30 minutes. Then she came. What's going on? She was started crying. She had cut herself even with knife. Blood was there that morning. She goes to the bathroom and cuts herself. How can this be normal? It can't be normal. Demons have invaded men, the spaces of men. And people think they are normal. They are not. Gay is not normal. It's a spirit. But it has become so normal with the nature of man. It's like we are now feeling it's like with a virus out to computers, now virus neighbor. It has become normal to the computer. But it's not normal. It's a spirit. Cast out, it will stop. Now, if you can, cannot come for come out, come out. There's a way out. Begin to engage the scriptures. Last Wednesday, I was preaching here. Some people said they used to hear voices and things will be talking to them. Just keep coming to church. Sit under the power of the word of God. It will stop. It's a spirit. It will stop. Some of them, they want you to know they exist. If you will appreciate their presence in your life, they will let you know. And they will be walking with you and fellowshipping with you. Out! It will stop. The only voice you are supposed to hear when you wake up is the Holy Spirit. How can you say, I just wake up and I feel bad. I can't tell what is going on. It's a spirit that makes you feel bad. That spirit has actually seized your emotions and is manifesting through your emotions. When it's out, your emotions now is full of happiness because at least something should make you worry. At this time, nothing. Nothing. So begin to speak against it. Anytime you are beginning to change the mood in the name of Jesus, I speak to my mood. You respond to the joy within me. You respond to the voice of God. Shakata. That's why we pray in tongues. 
You say, oh, Pastor, why should Christian pray? No, 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 no. Start praying in tongues. You understand why we pray in tongues. You cannot ask the Chinese, why are you eating frog? Eat frog. You understand why they are eating it. It's the sweetness of the party, not in the eating. Like people say that there is no God. If you come to experience, you will not say that. People don't have experience. Like the thing that happened in Bani. How can you say it's normal? That lady used to come to church. A lady who is a level 100 girl like her told her, don't go to church again, sit down. Go and wash my things and she'll be washing it. Go and buy things. For they were level 100 together. They didn't know themselves till they came to the room. That's a lesbian. She's operating with her power. It's a spirit. When we pray for you, when he talks, you can't hear. He says, what do you mean? Are you my mother? Get away. Why can't you say that? But okay, we be now. That's why I don't. No, don't, 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 don't. It's because a certain Bluetooth has been paired with a device. <laughs> so we will disconnect the device, Bluetooth device. Can we end here? How many questions? In all, have people brought in new questions? How many questions have you guys received so far? Huh? 34. How many have we answered? I've answered 30. Oh! Really? Is it true? Okay, I have a question about giving and saving as a Christian. According to Proverbs eleven twenty four, there is one who scatters. What is the problem? Huh? Ah, the question has one A, one B. Oh, okay. There is one who scatters and yet prosper. There is one who withholds more less lead to poverty. Will saving make me poor? How do I leave an inheritance for my children if I don't save? How should I balance giving, sowing, and saving? Listen to me. All the things you are saying, there's something called financial wisdom. Many of you here, your kindness will make you poor. Be wise. You give out of your blessing. If you give your seed, how will you have a harvest? Your cap- if you're a businessman, you don't eat your capital. If you come to church, don't come and give your, your capital to the pastor. If you give to the pastor, we will eat. But that is not what you have to give. Let's say you're doing a business. Your capital is 10,000 cities. You make profit of 1,000. That profit of 1,000 is the one that you can give some to your wife, some to your mother, some to your prophet, some to your... ECG, etc. But when you touch the capital, you have touched the business. Let's say you sell one item at a time and the item costs 10000 Now that you are giving 2000 out of the 10000 how can you restock? So you need financial wisdom. That's why we have businessmen fellowship in the church. That's what we teach there. How you don't use your capital for your father's funeral. It means that your father's death has come to eat your business. That's what we teach. So a business person must have capital. Everybody. 
Me, I have my capital. My real savings in dollars. How many of you have I given you dollars? If I give you dollars, it's out of sheer benevolence. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. But I'm a dangerous giver. God knows. If you meet me, he will tell you. I told you I went to the bank. I withdrew 16,000. It's left with 2,000 CDs, which I'm coming to share this morning. And the 16,000 is finished. Giving it to people. I don't give of 10 CDs and 20 CDs. I have my tra, my tra, my level, no, my tra. Now, I was in a prayer meeting. The Lord told me that I should give my capital to a man of God. And it's in dollars. I have a fasting I'm about to do to be sure if it's God speaking to me. I want to be sure. So that is not my own emotions. It's not everything you hear clearly. <laughs> that means I should empty my account. And I'll do it if the Lord tells me to because he knows what he has for me. Hello? Don't go and give your capital and kill your business. I'm saying it again. Don't give your capital. You will kill the business. If your sister has aggregate 36 and they say you should pay bribe so that they will take him in a day be senior high, don't do it. Let him go and learn a trade. Why? You are coming to destroy your business. You become poor like her. And tomorrow if she's sick, you can't help her. Many of you are too kind. That's why you are poor. Your mother is sleeping in an uncompleted building. Yes, it is true. But if you give your capital out to do the place, how will you give her money to eat? So build capacity to build a house. Build capacity to give her food. I've talked about giving to men of God. Many of you can do it. Build up strength and do it. But until you have the capacity, don't touch your capital. This is financial wisdom. Many Christians are poor, but they say, oh, pastor, we have been giving, we have been giving. God will bless the work of your hands. You must have a work you are doing. And you consider, oh, I went for all night, so I will not go to work today. No, if you're a businessman. Most of you, I'm coming to teach you at the um, uh, holiday in, in two weeks. These are the things I'm going to teach you. You can't say, pastor, I came for all night, so I'm not going to do my work. Even if you don't have an office, and you're a businessman, you sell like anywhere. You sell phones, spare parts. I'm coming to show you how to have an office. Come to church. When you come, come and sit on the first floor. Ah, they have come to this side rather. Please, go and tell them that they should stop. We have some few minutes. end. The guy wants to finish everything today. Hey! <laughs> Am I making sense? Your capital is not your school fees. You don't give your capital for school fees. If you give your capital to pay school fees, you will be broke. Then defer the course till you have money to go to school. Your capital is sacred. Come to work in the morning, you, then you sit down. You plan your day for your week. Today, this is what I'm coming to do. I'll go online, I'll go here. You must have a program for your work, even if you don't have an office. Your own room that you sleep in can be an office. Don't say that today I'm waiting. I'm somewhat, nobody has called me. Ghanaian businesses don't work by people coming to you. That's why even in the Akramo, you see them, they bring the goods in front of the shop. I went to Telefonica and I saw they brought the phones on table outside of the shop. Ghanaians buy what they see. 
Raf, you can't sit in your room and make money. It's wrong. Every day you should be moving. You wake up in the morning. You close at five. If there's no but if there's business, then you are doing the work. You're a businessman. You wake up to go to work every day. You must have a time you wake up every day. A businessman must have a time you wake up every day. And mostly supposed to be in the morning. Try and wake up before 5 a.m. Billionaires wake up at 4 a.m. The lifestyle of billionaires, every billionaire wakes up at 4 a.m. When you wake up early, your day doesn't end quickly. We pastors, we start our work at 10 because the church we are dealing with, they come in the evening. You can't follow me. But you're a businessman. When we start our offices, all the pastors come to work at 10 a.m., not 8 a.m. Because we live here 4 a.m. We live here 3 a.m. You are the businessman. You must have a time you wake up. Every businessman must have a time he wakes up. 10 a.m. you are awake no matter what happens that day. 6 a.m., 5 a.m., the time you are fixed for your business. You wake up, business has started. You start making calls. You start putting your documents together. That is how you prosper. That is called hard work. What if pastor don't sleep early? Go and sleep on the market. You will come back to come and sleep. Do you know the time I slept last night? Am I not standing here? Do you get me? Uh-huh. If you don't have these things, you will be always crying that God is not helping you. God is willing to help you. He will bring you blessings on every side. The truth is that you have a fool doesn't get rich. Take it from me. Most of the people that we have worked with, we give them money every day, yet they are always poor. Samson. The carpenters are working. Are they at the top or they are down? Don't talk. Don't shout. Shh, shh. Every floor they do. How much do we give them? 8,000 cities for the carpentry work to do the, the, the wood, not the mat- that. And they, do, they take two weeks to do it. And every month they come to do it. Yet they are always poor. Why? And it's not carpenters, it's a carpenter. He comes with his boys that he doesn't give them money. They are learning from him. So the main carpenter is giving 8,000 cities, yet they are always poor. When the masons come here, how much do we give them? Masons. 150 for the uh, laborers, 200 cities for the masons. They do it every day. 200 cities for one person, yet they are always poor. Why? If some of you can even get 2,000 CDs every month, you can become, they get more, but they are always poor. They, they, I don't want to talk, but the thing is wisdom. It's wisdom. All the people who sell in the market, they are richer than most of the people who call themselves graduates. Auto-unions power dummy market. Listen, the secret of prosperity is the inflow of cash. I will tell you point number six. Inflow of cash means that a businessman must have money running through his hands every day, even if it is one CD. And this is what they get at the market. Every day, they sell only 300, 150, 300, 200, and still they are poor. If they can have teachings like we do in church, they will prosper. But on no say, we here church. I know Come and be taught. Come and be trained. Herbert. He went to uh, a driving school. Taught in the driving school for two months. 
The driving school boss collapsed the business and he was in church jobless. One day I called him and said, Where Jimmy? In the driving school, look here there. You can set up your own driving school. How? I said, Because you are not interested. Why don't you come and ask me? I can show you how. I called him. They let them, they have a car. The car is destroyed. I see what my car is pro. And I've taught people that it is better to give something as a gift than to keep it to, de- to destroy. Like, tell my oil refinery. I say, I Because Ghana spends billions on it every year. So, you have the chairman, at least you budget taxes. We will not have a problem. I could say, you have the charge Ghana bring electricity for free. But you have to cry. They send the car, they let them car, and they say, what can they pro? A pro? Now, they catch it and say, Koneko Pesika, you have to send 14,000 cities. Until you had that idea, did you get 14,000 cities? That is the spirit we are talking about. The spirit of vision. As soon as you say, ah, I will get this car ready, money started coming. Money started. That's how things work. That's how things, the vision. Many of women uh, are driving like school, no? On the website, on Facebook. One day I told Larry that you say you sell cars. You are not serious. You should start reviewing cars. Background, huh? Today I'm talking about uh, the difference between a uh, uh, brake pad and brake slim. A car must have two minutes and post it. That's you don't just say I'm selling car, people should bring their cars to me. It's not done like that. Begin to educate now. When you see this sign on your dashboard, what does it mean? Go to YouTube, search for uh, uh, Google, search for it. Come and say, oh, this sign is called this. When it appears, on your, then you say, today I'm talking about this sign. It mostly appears on people's cars. A lady said he sells houses. He's an agent. I said, you think you are just selling houses? People bring. Begin to go to the agents. Go to the house. Today, I'm in a three-bedroom house. I want to show you the difference between an open kitchen and a closed kitchen. And the importance of having a closed and open. Two minutes, not opposed to. This is how you get prosperity. Not a, what the fuck was um, local, 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 local. Yeah, 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 pen local and cut in the attitude. Sir, and tomorrow you're going to go to Like, look at our church. We want to have 1,000 church members. We cannot have it by just going on so winning. That's how many abrissi are sorry that I know. You see, we are open home TV. So, hello, my name is John Winfred. I'm a pastor for Lavering Bible Church. I want to specially welcome you to our church and I'm inviting you to the church. You're very adverting now. No, people must know. People must know. I did a video why people have come to deceive us with the gospel. And within one week, we had 300,000 views. 300,000 views. I was in Nigeria, a church, a pastor who has over 50 church branches. His church alone says 14,000 people. They were discussing the video at a restaurant. And I was sitting there. When the man saw me, he said, I think I know you. He watched me like this, and then he removed his phone and showed me the video. He said, wow, take my number. If I had not done that video, how would a man in Uganda see me? So we can't say we are growing a church without going on videos. We will go there, but right now, if I do video and thousand people come here, would they fit here? That's why we'll be going to the top. You, you, have, to, you have to have a vision for everything you're doing. But now some of you should be known by what you are doing. Like you are doing Forex. How can I make people know that I do Forex? Talk about it. Let's say you even do 
exchange, money, how do you go? Forest Bureau. What are the dynamics of saving in pounds and in dollars? What are big teachings, teachings, the mystical power of teaching. Christians, because we know we have God, we are lazy. After all, he will intervene. When it gets to some way, God will intervene. You have to, you have to lift it to the next level. Imagine ah, the levels you're operating with. So most Christians are not doing well. Because they do the thing local, local. This church must have softwares. That's all part of my vision. I've been praying for lawyers in the church for long. Listen, if, if, if we have to start, if you get to Makola and you don't have money, I'll pay your school fees for you. Because I've realized that so many foolish things. We need people who have the passion. With, like a lady in church was sacked because she was pregnant. Then he comes to tell me, Pastor, this is not prayer matter. Take the component to court. And they should give you back your money. But I don't have lawyers who have the heart. Into me. I don't want a lawyer to come to the church. I want a church member to be a lawyer. Like, so that he gets our mindset, our understanding of things. The passion we have, he must have it. I did a share before, no son said, share before. Somebody came to steal a phone here last week. Listen, physical demons are treated physically. If we catch you here, we are not going to pray for you. We will beat you here. We will ride your arm to a metal. I'm telling you. And spiritually, we will curse you. When you have a phone, sorry, then how dare you? The way we will beat, we will beat you with rod. I'm not joking. And metal, you're the best. You dare not. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I feel like I should slap you to show how I would have done it. Even though you have not stolen, as I will show you how I would have done it. And that's why when you come to church, keep your phone in your pocket. And all the protocol people who don't know your work, when you see people leave their phones unattended, you prompt them. Don't leave your bags unattended to. We are creating bags on all the chairs here. It's one of the reasons. So that put the phone in the bag. At least that one you are watching it. And when you are coming to take offering, carry your phone with you. Because when you are taking offering, everybody is getting up. He takes your phone and goes out. And protocol people have no watch. We are building CCTVs in all the auditoriums just because of that. Oh, I know the car. I wish that we could even catch one. Like the way we did to the homo people last year. Look, I was ready to fight. My mama packed a bone my good church. I go there and say, now we are even building. I don't know a book. So, Pastor, you are violent. No, the violent take it by force. When they came to beat us, did they say that because we pray in tongues, they will spare us? Up to date, this place is blocked because they said the ancestors passed here to come home. Just behind the church, see that there's a wood here. It's a staircase that takes you out to the auditorium. It's our land. But the people behind us said they will not allow us to build there because the ancestors passed there to come home. Now, ancestors passed us here. Uncle Toby. And our ancestors were far from. And ancestors, they knew we were not far. 
na me nya lawyer bia kama sama o munyina mi ame moska lawyer me mo 20000 wuda chichu omugum ni emubi ni ah that's the mindset we must have and that's the mindset you should do when you are doing business so o we are 20000 to the nyahwe na odne wo fa be patcho he's not stealing 20000 he's stealing capital He's stealing business. He's stealing generations that are to benefit from the business. Don't treat it lightly. Don't treat it. Me, I'm a pastor. If you stay church of me, I will not treat it lightly. I will not treat it lightly because look at these pillars that we have put here. Because of that, we are enjoying here. Yes, I saw that. No, 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 no. A pastor, if you still will take police to arrest you, but before the police come, we would have done justice ourselves. You be put it out, so that others will see it and learn. So, pastor, then you don't forgive. I don't forgive. Who told you I have not forgiven you? The fact I'm slapping you doesn't mean I have not forgiven. I'm slapping you. That's not unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is in the heart. My heart, I've forgiven you. But my hand is slapping you. <laughs> no, let's not treat the things of God lightly. It's for God, it's not for us. You cannot just scatter the church. No, 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 no. No, 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 nobody will treat it lightly. It's for God. No, we have bad church. So over here, what in the phone by two of three now? What what long? Where you phone the call? Ah. As I make a crammy boo for young pong, let's be on our feet. Ah, Peter can as soon as you can say, I don't know why you're born. But sit down, you have to have to have You come as soon as you can say, if I'm sick and at all. Uncle said, Peter said, I want to fight you. This question has made me emotional. Let's end the service. So learn, learn to keep your capital, learn to do business with wisdom. Your business is the generations unborn. Don't play with it. Let me tell you, all of you here, when you sell cars, don't give cars as a gift. Give money. The moment you begin to give cars as a gift, people will buy your car, they will not, take, they will not pay. If you sell tomatoes, give gifts, but don't give tomatoes. It's your business. It is not free. Let people understand that when they get your tomatoes, they have to pay it. That's the mindset you must have. If you sell shoes, don't give some to your wife. Give money to your wife. The shoe there, don't give it to her. Let her buy it. Let her know that. That's how you do business. And yes, sir. Oh, oh. Eh, you shoe no me no bre me. Say what the shop. Nessie, oton milka. Yen two milk ni coffee yonko tutu ano. Milk now turn or shop or hormone. Yen fanny di Yisika, check or turn milk bremi, no one turn or shop or Yen Yisa or your milk in two coffee. Uber wants a shop on a number of the shop. You will swallow the shop. All the milk will be in your stomach. All the sardines will be on your kenke in the house. You should not even love kenke when you are selling kenke. This is the secret of business. You don't get rich by you have to be disciplined. My God, my God, my God. Yes, she said. Wow. 
Some of you should start owning shops by now. You have to have a vision. He said, "Me live with you." We see me here, Juma. Me vision. He said, "Me be a shop." Now my yes nails spa one line. Now my six hundred credit gum. Now what do I say? I will get three thousand. Where is it? But I will get three thousand for one year. You have a shop. Why won't you have a vision? I also your next now. Just salary. I come back to. My wife has a way she talks. I said, doctor doesn't make people rich. It makes people kind. If you want to be rich, it's business. So, if you want to have money, I can give you solutions. You can have, Ghana is a shop, uh, we are all shopkeepers. It's, we are a nation of shopkeepers. Go and get three shops, put it together, do a supermarket. Get if you come to church, you have so many faithful. There are people who are salary. Oh, of course, you are me to shop and I'm about two thousand. Only ah, I went to my casa. Only most of you crowd, crowd, nurse, no crowd, job, a shopkeeper, mommy. Because we have faithful people in church who will not steal from your shop. You, you can have a haircut, haircut shop. Put it on the wall. A baba wanted. Baba wanted. Fakubu bobe biya. Never ten never frame. Now the CCTV are born. Now they are connected to a phone. Every day you can count the number of people who come to shave their hair without even going there. Where is he? Bamuti wasa. Wa unto unu 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 Most of the shops is sixty thousand cities. Five years. But we name Obeka Kwaji shop no, no at least sixty thousand no. But young son or sell or the CCTV no onye shop also a onko ho. Now what 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 shop na san? Oman no shop no. Milk ni ni na san. Obi ton shop and yoma wa shop. O ton kuo but obi so ton pay. Oba no the car the man kofo me o pay e wa chira ya betobi. So you have to go there. You have to be strict. A business manager doesn't laugh. It's in church we laugh. When you are a kind person, it's only in church. Don't go to your church. Don't go to your business and be giving your workers high five. Ghana for three more things. Ghana for a year. Ghana for a year. Hi, hi. Give somebody a high five. Somebody sitting beside you. If you come to church and your your worker is sitting beside you, get up. So that you don't have to be giving high five to the person. So that That's how you do business. Some people say, oh, we are doing business. We have put our money together. Where's the contract? I bought a suit. The suit was not my size. There were many. I think there were 10 or so. So two of them, I went to give the two to the shop owner. That when three of them, when it, they should bring it. Where is the one I got? I said, I gave him two. And it's been over two months. I had to call something to come around. Then something explained and he understood. Because there was no written statement. Right contract. 
I, John Winfred, in Sien Entry, on this day, 14th of October 2096, have given an amount of $38 million to this person to do this, and I'm expecting this in return. Going to me, a lawyer for me, Brewer, no one can want your five hundred and you free. Who calls free? I don't take services for free. I'm a Jew. When you read Lapin, Lapin said the Jew pay a Jew when he does business with him. Now says, Oh, I started them to Omey any free. Oh, be any one more, yeah, dear mommy free. Lady wear my glasses. I sent her mumu. But she doesn't know that it was the glasses. No, I don't take things for free. It's your business. You have to learn it. These things, I mean, it's one of the ways to prosperity. Don't take advantage of people. Also, only a corny be so seed or the amount fine. But I know, crown my teacher and say, so no cash. Yes, people will think that, oh, they've been watching out. A man for by Jerry Ringo, a Jumuska, a business now here. And now you're full time. He's the distributor of rings in the church. Any ring you want. From one city to one million, Obenya Biama. Chinisika, yes, we're one dollar and tea. Kachan says rings are twenty cities for Sikabra. I bet the Bakubich Remen are very nice. Look, I'm here too. Learn these things. I don't know why we are concluding on a business note. Have I made some sense to you today? We are shop now, no, now for four bet now, and I'm a bonkomo. And yes, shop near bonkomo. Take it from me. Business new guna may travel. Or so, may I meet one in Kwameninka? What say, pa? How can you sit on your business and say you are Ninka? That is where you produce ideas. When people are not coming, you have to be quiet to generate. How can I make an asso to an amu discussing of one's? Who pursued Dinkoma? Cotlan Frikiko nightclub. I want to move Dinkomo. Bralavrin, I want to airport is. Mitchell, different, different places. Collego, Lavas Bench, Hona Water Fortna, and no business, Hona Babel of it. Oh, my husband, wife will bow on my power as a business person. And no one will be my peg, peg, I am my peg, you know, fear. No, that, that seriousness is how business is done. I told you, this lady, they sell lights in Accra. Did I say bring it free? I asked the price and everything so that we work on it and buy some. You're talking. Next officer did two, two years. And business now, oh yeah. Yesterday you went there. Yes. And I say advocacy. No, be too hard. I want to so. Now, go back. I try and say, oh, and to me so. Do what to me so a business, a customer relationship. But you and Tori, you know what this is? Since your business, them are. You beg you, but business, you be good. Yeah, my mother said, "I do as I can." Roman sorry, the moment you join the choir, choir, business, you go here and you so much just sorry because now me and my join now multiply. You find join then come after that. Who don't join? The sicker, the sicker, never come on. Aye, 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 aye. Now we are not saying that Sikana de Bay Sam in Fountain Town, Yamana. Sikanini Nashi. Don't do business with your family people. I will prove it to you why. Africans do not have a discipline that, for that. Abrofunetimino Munyan Muya business. Africa Fuentesa. 
Obey good business. No, say anyone for one to me to me. two thousand now to buy an assignment song. My Tony and my Ah, and you ask your Walk of now was three hundred, three hundred. And you know, who was she saying? The entire she and I said, Not bastard, the four sea are sorry, I now call Chania. What do one trip I call Bob? What do I say? I hear you say, you say, that's why I'm saying that be sensitive in your giving. God can tell you that give your first fruit from Anya. That's fine. But what I'm saying is that anything that has the capacity to affect the business, you should not do it. A big gunu, a good pair offering went to me to be him. I be an castle offering now, but to buy went to me to offer him because I do want to go better to offering. I did be away in a Jessica a business now. We oba Oton school bag, Tisicato bag in Ibima, and Famu Bonnet, she said, Ubuku, you're not bag, Gosa, bag, betting. The be our system. And your bag now to Anka, Babina bag at ten. Also, Nancy and Tony, the army, the Abafia, be the body. Oh, Bafia, 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 Come on, Mammy be told, Banco. I did you obey no talk, Cocoa. I said, No, my dear. Was in the morning of Banco, and I'm waiting to Cocoa. One day, the come out of people went on strike. And they didn't hunger strike. So they didn't buy the food. They ensure nobody buys. A woman be what the Cocoa know what Banco is about. I did you obey no too. And I'm saying, hey, no fair, Zakra. I came on as a chicken. Cocoon, that be out the one big bone about, and never buy a new two. Seven radio and what they are banned. Send on a money, dear, and nobody. I need a night now, baby. Too many in the yard. Let's be serious. And God will prosper us. You see, Sikanya ding, I'm telling you. And I see Kanukran's wedding. And he was so soon who answered. And yes, I will seek a Sambaya Basa. So, oh, a man be brave, only a hard working, Omukuntin Omunyeska. Oshas is a business, and you couldn't mark on my view. But we are all good business. But the business never back on my business. If your husband stops giving a command, stop the business. Can you say she can't do my family business in Jawadia? Because the business will collapse. But so to me, Yana, profit a bar, then he pays into the company account, into the family account. That's how we do business. But many people do not understand these things. No, 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 I say, ah, what 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 the bro bro grand meko, what you bro bro the meko guso. You know liver, no the meko afra, no enough. Oh, wife we didn't even go and find him. Omo good business. 
Oh, we are no more Roman, sir. No, I, why you say? I said, I was going to watch the conference. I Tali. We have five. We have four. We have five. We have five. We Tali. Mass. One, 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 four. Now I have five. What about Tali? Television. Also, Charlie, I'm not going to business. I'm going to do business. I'm going to do business. Or else don't move. Your time is precious. You are selling your services. Ecobank is selling a service, not a product. Watch me the every Now we are going to say now, say, maybe what do you mean? I mean, That's the plan. There are places you may be kind. Any day, one can say, but business there. I'm very agro. We are agent. We be sure we die, mommy. Who can we die now? Jessica. Now I'm a higher. We glorify our dear Nancy. In my time, they be able to check it down. Oh, fuck her and the copper and the fuck her and the copper. Who is a Oboka? Also, we train her, but we be renting them and making. Can I say me no kosha a hundred Ghana? Unto me a guy. Are we okay? This is the wisdom that prospers people. It's the wisdom that brings increase. Do you understand? Say, Father, I've heard your word this morning. I give you praise and thanks. Lift up your voice and give him praise. Give him thanks. Are you giving him thanks? It's meaningful. It shows strength. Are you praying? Jesus Christ. Thank you for the impartation of understanding. May our lives never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen.